Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Rebuttal Sport Podcast for another week. I'm your host, Mick Brennan. And as usual, joined by Shane. How are you, mate? Oh, mate, I'm very excited. And welcome to uh, the Glenn Maxwell, as I'm referring to tonight. It is the big show. We're uh, combining two weeks into one. Here we are for the big show. So, mate, I've got to tell you, you uh, you sent me a message during the week and said, uh, I've updated the spreadsheet for the that we run the the show running notes on and it says 28th of April, Glenn Maxwell. And I'm like, fuck, he's got Glenn Maxwell on the show. How's he done this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> mate, that, that, like, That's a coup. Like, that is a coup. Hey, you just meant that we're having a big show. So we're having a, having a big show. No, and I'm pumped, mate. I'm pumped. Let's, <laughs> let, let's roll. Well, let's talk footy off the cuff. We love we love the footy, especially when uh, the Eagles get beaten. Uh, well, oh, right. Uh, you wouldn't have got any paper clippings this week, I'm suggesting, Michael. Oh, no, mate. Oh, so, funny story. Obviously, the, the game was over in Geelong, and uh, we'd obviously organised all the brother and a few other people to come over, and we're going to watch the game, and make some hot dogs and have a pie and stuff. And uh, and then obviously we went down to the lockdown. So I ended up sitting here watching it by myself. The boy stormed off to his room at quarter time. And uh, that was it, mate. So, <laughs> oh, Mate, pretty quiet over there in the West. And it's not all caused by the lockdown, I'd suggest. Look, they're playing. They are playing, the Eagles. Um, Season-defining game this week, I think, against, against the Dockers in the Derby. Uh, they've got a few out, too. Yeah, they do. Um, they always seem to have significant injuries. I don't know, you know, since the Optus Stadium come online, they seem to have a lot of injuries over there, or it's the travel or combination of everything. But you're not quite backs to the wall type of stuff yet. But um, yeah, they they need to they need to make a stand at some stage soon. So yeah, a winnable game against the Dockers. But they were good against the Crows, and but they are a bit up and down. But yeah, it's just a tough week for for tipping for tipping this week. It has, mate. I'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, yeah, I've struggled this week a little bit, I think. So, but yeah. uh, mate, I tell you another team that the uh, the shine has come off a little, and that's uh, Sydney. Have dropped the last two. Well, Sydney have dropped the last two, and you know I've. They looked world beaters against the Tigers and then they, yeah, lost two. They should have won. Stopped they, as if shot. Yeah, big game this week against your Cats. So I think we really get a, a good indication of where probably both of those teams are at this weekend. But a little bit of shine's come off the Tigers as well. Uh, yeah, you know, no, you're right. Big test for them without Dusty uh, this weekend against the doggies. So Friday night football, looking forward to that. I think that'll be an absolute cracker. Usually these sort of matches they get up for and they respond and say, Hey, Hey, hang on. It's uh, you know, let's resume normal normality here. I'm not sure if it's quite going to go that, that way this weekend. Yeah, no, I agree. And yeah, the, I I don't think they're I'm not writing them off, obviously, because it's Richmond and you can't write them off. But yeah, the, the, the doggies is a tough test for them this weekend, and uh, yeah, because they are up and about. They certainly are. 
who's not up and about, uh, other than the Eagles, <laughs> it's uh, in the pies, mate. So, oh yeah, they're, they're putrid. Under a lot of pressure, so the pressure's coming on Buckley now. Um, and steer, tell you what, if they get beat by the Suns this weekend, then it could all come to fruition very, very quickly. So he's come out today saying he still wants the job. He still wants the coach beyond this year, which he has to say, really. Yeah. Has the, the, uh, the board thrown the support behind him yet? No, mate. So he's safe at the moment. But safe the for moment, another week then. <laughs> as soon as they do that, you know, the writing's on the wall. And yep. it, the new the new president will be under a lot of pressure if they get rolled this week. So they need to make a stand. They really need to stand up and say the player, the player group need to make a stand and say Buckley is our man and we want to play for him. He has the support of of the players. Now, if they get beaten by the Suns the following week, they've got they've got North Melbourne. And that this is the doomsday scenario for Collingwood. If they get beaten by the Suns and they then get rolled by North, they will have no other option but to announce that he, he won't be coaching. They they would not have another option. So that is doomsday for the next yep. fortnight for Collingwood. So and, and I picked it early on, mate, in our preview show that Buckley would be gone. Well, so, it's not quite there yet, but yet, no, you've, you've, the, the, the bookmakers are winding it in at this stage, winding it in. Uh, they're also yep. winding in. Another doomsday scenario is if my Carlton, the Blues, get rolled by Essendon this weekend, it's going to be a fair bit of pressure on. So they've brought in John Worsfold as a bit of a coaching advisor and mentor, which I don't mind. Cop some flack for that. Cop some flack for that. Weekend or because I know well, he might be out of lockdown by then because he was over here in Perth and there was a big thing about that that he was in had to go into lockdown and couldn't actually be there on the weekend. So yeah, I'm not exactly sure, but yeah, if they get rolled by the Bombers this week, then yeah, there's going to be a fair bit of pressure come on on Carlton. The president's come out today and announced that he's standing down at the end of the, end of the year, which is. Probably due. Uh, he's been there, I think, eleven years. So, and he's seen out Ratton, Mouldhouse, Bolton, and he's brought on Teague. So, none of whom have had significant success. So, yeah, his his time's up. Off field look great, but on field's where you get judged, and where yeah. uh, a bit of a bit of bit away off it at this point. So, but yes, it's. Just some, yeah, really exciting weekend of footy. I think, you know, there's a few teams that if they get beat this weekend, you can almost, almost rule a line through them. Yeah, uh, that's, I think you're right. Uh, and we, we can go through them when we do our tips, if you like. And But uh, I just wanted to talk about, I've been holding on to it, mate. I've been holding on to it. But Big Jezza Cameron made his debut for the... No, for hang the well, hey, hey, first... Things first, mate. There's only one player that'll be known as Jezza, and and he wear he wore 25 for the Blues. Oh, calm down, Andy Marr. That is, he's Jezza, mate. You come up with something else, can you? Call it camo or you know <laughs> something like that. Jer, 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 Jeremy O or Jeremiah. 
not Jezza, mate. There's only one Jezza. There'll only be one Jezza. Yeah. All right. Well. Anyway. So I'm I'm rolling with it. So you're gonna have to you have to just uh, bear with it. Uh, so he made his debut for the Caddies on the weekend, and a bit of a slow start, but uh, he got there in the end, and and uh, yeah, he looked good. Uh, the whole him and Hawkins thing, I think, worked well for the most part. Uh, that was what everyone was worried about. But uh, yeah, that you know, obviously, bit of a test this week up in Sydney, um, on the smaller ground and stuff. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, look, it'll be interesting. So I'm looking forward to seeing it, how it goes for the rest of the year. Yeah, that and, and that, dangers out, mate, for eight weeks or something. Yeah, well, yeah, hasn't had a great start to the year, uh, danger, but. Yeah, it's a good test. You know, I, I think we said two weeks ago, you know, wasn't quite sure where you're at as far as, you know, whether the game style is not holding up or it was about injuries and, you know, it'll come, you'll work into it and come good. And I sort of wasn't quite sure, but I think, yeah, evidence is sort of suggesting now that starting to warm up a bit. And But big test this week just to see where you're at. You know, I mean, it's hard to believe he's in the top four at the moment when, you're getting written off only a fortnight ago. So that's the evenness of the competition. Yep. So, but it's a well, cra- the, cracking the week this last week. Two weeks, the difference in the last two weeks is that we've moved the ball a lot quicker. So against North, it wasn't pretty. Uh, it, well, we, we looked like we had that conscious effort to move the ball quicker and, and everything like that. And then obviously against West Coast, you know, it was almost a training drill. But um, there was... Yeah, we did move the ball a lot quicker against West Coast as well. And uh, so hopefully they stick with that in Sydney this weekend and try and get it moving uh, and just possess the ball when we need to. And we, you know, So uh, we'll see what happens over the next couple of weeks with it anyway. Yep, yep. Right, let's get, get into, into the tips. Yeah, let's yep. go, mate. Righto, mate. So what do we got? First game, we've got... Uh, Friday night football, tags and the doggies at the G. Yeah, I've got the doggies, mate. Hard to tip against at the minute. Look, they are hard to tip against at the minute. I know that the tags will come out snarling and the dogs do have some injuries. Um, they've lost Dunkey, Dunkley with a shoulder uh, and English, I think. Jeez, cop that knee from Norton into the Swede. Don't know if you saw that one. But, no, I didn't mate, see. Oh, Norton's come up with to take a mark and just need him straight in the side of the head. Just he was gone before he even Norton's hit the good. ground. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, look, your form line says dogs, but I'm tipping an upset. I think they're going to respond here, Richmond. They've been questioned, and I think they're going to stand up. Uh, I'm tipping the Tigers. All right, there we go. So, first one's different already. And then uh, Saturday morning game over here in morning in Perth time. So Collingwood versus the Gold Coast. Yeah, look, I'm tipping them to respond, Collingwood. I think um, talked about Grundy a few weeks ago about how uh, the hitouts don't always. Yeah, I guess you can have a ruckman that wins a lots of hitouts, but it doesn't really reflect or have a significant impact on the game. Uh, you can lose clearances, and that has sort of been a, I guess, a common theme for the for the pies. But without wits for the Suns, I think he can really have a day out. And I'm, 
I'm backing them in Collingwood to to beat the Suns. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got the the pies as well. Buckley to get another week. So Buckley to get another week. <laughs> he's on a week to week contract at the moment. The moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so next game over, we've got Adelaide and the GWS Giants. So I've uh, made this is going to be a cracking game. I think. Um, I don't know if it'll be the highest quality, but I think it'll be close. But uh, because it's in Adelaide, I'm going Adelaide. Yeah. Yeah, look, I tend to agree. I think over here, the Crows, crowd will get them home. Ah, jeez, how'd they lose that on the weekend? Like, and they kicked, what, 14 straight or 16 straight? And then they, the the Tom Lynch um, sub scenario was poor so he went to come on he wasn't even ready he had didn't that wasn't didn't have his ankle strapped to come on as the sub it hadn't warmed up it was it was like oh and then he gets on the field and he's running around like he's trying to turn like the titanic it was, it was comical <laughs> it wasn't great um but yeah i'll back him in crows for me uh next up we've got the saints and the hawks i think if the saints lose this season over. Uh, yeah, no, I'll go with it. Season over. I've got zero confidence in St Kilda. They are plain. They are really plain. Ratton's backed in his senior players and they haven't responded. I'm really interested to see what happens here at selection. And they do have some Ruckman coming back in. I think Ryan Marshall's back and I don't think Ryder's too far away. So that might be enough to get them over the line. Season-defining game. They play Marvel pretty well generally. I'm going to back in the Saints. Yeah, uh, so am I, mate. For, uh, just, I, I think they've got a lot more to play for than Hawthorne this week. So I'm, I'm going with the Saints. Yep. So Sydney versus Geelong up at the uh, Sydney Cricket Ground. So, mate, it'll come as no surprise. I'm tipping the Cats. Uh, I did think about this. I think it's going to be a lot closer than the than the uh, than the the dollar forty five two seventy five split that we've got at the moment. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a lot closer than that. Tends to always be a cracking match between these two teams at the SCG. There have been some absolute legendary matches up there between these two teams. Um, yeah, they're going to want to respond, Sydney. Which, yeah, I think every team I've tipped so far, I'm like, they're, you know, backs to the wall. They've got to respond. Sydney. I, I, I like Sydney here. I think at home, um, they'll, be, they'll be fired up. And, um, yeah, I think Sydney at home. Uh, fair enough. Uh, so the next game we've got is... Brisbane and Port Adelaide up at the Gabba. Yeah, I'll, look, I tipped Port for the flag and look, they're playing pretty dominant football at the moment. And I think that will continue. I think the line's just going, um, you know, kick after the siren against the Pies. Um, and look, they only won one of four quarters against us last week, but that was enough to get them home. I think they're just going. I think I think the power. Yeah, I've got the same, mate. That's what I was about to say. The, the the port are looking are looking really good, and and Brisbane were just going against you, blokes. So, I, uh, you know, they didn't 
They didn't uh, look that great against you guys, I don't think. So, uh, yeah, so I'm going Port as well. Yep. And so North Melbourne, Melbourne on Sunday. Melbourne. Melbourne. Um, <laughs> then we've got the blockbuster, mate. Traditional rivals, Essendon, Carlton, MCG. Really, a season-defining match for both teams, I think. If whoever loses this is effectively out of the race for the eight. Uh, I know it's only right round seven, but I think that's that's sort of where they're both at. So, and yeah, I'm, look, I'm backing the Blues in. I think just lacking a bit of continuity between the, the mids and the forwards. You know, we're winning the, a lot of the clearances, but it's just, it was, it's been like it. It was like it against Port. And it was like it against Brisbane last week where we just got so many opportunities. Um, we just cannot um, find a target. If they can, if that can click this weekend, um, yeah, I think I think they can win and they can win well. If they don't, it's going to be a struggle and it'll be a bit of an arm wrestle, but I still think we'll get over, over the line against the Bombers. Yeah, I've got the Blues as well, mate. And then finally, the Derby. So Eagles, Dockers, Optus Stadium, Sunday afternoon. Who do you like? Well, mate, look, I've tipped West Coast, but with no confidence at all. Yeah, I've got the Dockers. Um, Yeah, I I like the Dockers. I think they're, you know, a young midfield group, run and carry, and they sort of break the lines and, I think if they start well, they can really put some pressure on the Eagles and with their injuries that we know of. Yeah, I I think for, for me. Yeah, no, nah, that's all right. wouldn't surprise me. But yeah, I'll tip the Eagles for the minute just to maybe uh, stop some of the mail coming in. Um, <laughs> so, uh, all right, mate, let's uh, move on. So we obviously missed last week. We had a few things on and, and, and couldn't couldn't get a time sorted. So, so we missed the AFLW Grand Final. We just want to go back and and have a bit of have a quick chat about it because uh, we both tipped appallingly, and and Brisbane beat Adelaide in the Grand Final, and uh, so congratulations to them. Yeah, it was great, great match. Um, watched a majority of it, and just that pressure. Brisbane was just really high level of pressure game, and. Some of their goals was just outstanding. There was one sort of off the ground, right foot, cross the body, snap through. It was just, it, it was an elite goal and uh, just shows how far the, the standard of the foot of the footy in AFLW has come. And it just just looks so good for the future. So, now well done to, to the Lions. They, the Crows definitely had their chances, but they just under sustained pressure. They just couldn't get it done. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And uh, you know, are they going to go to more games next year? Is that the is that the plan? I think that or is the plan. Not, do we not know yet? I think that is the plan. So, yeah, it's um, and it's I like it. I I hope they do. I love the fact that they had their own time slot for the grand final. I think it just shows the status of the game. They had a great crowd here at Adelaide Oval for that grand final. People are enjoying the game. Um. It's got a bit of a way, you know. It's got, it's got a, a way to go, 
but it's just improved so much over the last couple of years and the quality of football has improved the, you know, like not just the skills, but the, the, pre- the, the pressure that they, they put on um, the, the hits and the, well, they are fair income. They are fair income. They've come such a long way in such a short period of time. And look, I hope people get behind it. So, you know, good on them. Yeah. And that we had the BNF. So, Best and fairest, um, yeah, was was shared, which is good. I know Brianna Davy um, won, so it was good to see her win. Um, so she yep. she um, yeah was the Carlton captain, but then left and went to Collingwood. So which always stings a bit, but it was great to see her you know do well. She's a quality quality player, and um, Kiara Bowers from from Fremantle also tied. So just magnificent. They're both quality players. So it's great to see. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. They're surely they're going, to, they're going to obviously come up with a name for that award sooner rather than later, I think. Well, I think, as um, soon as, I think maybe as soon as Erin Phillips retires, that, that, may, that may be the name. I think she's she's an obvious choice for me. Oh, I would have thought so as well. Um, yep. So, yeah. So hopefully that, that, that does happen. Yeah. And... Um, so yeah, uh, all right, mate. So we, we we won't linger on that too much because it was a couple of weeks ago, and and obviously there's been heaps of stuff about it in the in the paper and everything, and everyone's sort of moved on. So yeah, mate. Uh, we'll, we'll have a quick look at the Formula One, mate, because we uh, we missed that as well. Well, we didn't miss it; we watched it, and, <laughs> but uh, we didn't get to talk about it. So you know, bloody, I was only said Vettel then, just out of habit. Um, <laughs> Verstappen, mate. <laughs> Verstappen, so yes. uh, ran away with the with the race at Imola, and yeah. uh, I like I like this track. Um, you might say that the overtaking opportunities are limited, but they find a way. They, the drivers find the way, and you know those changing conditions early on. You know, wet into a dry race. I love that. I love it when it mixes it up a bit. You know, yeah, different strategies. Yeah, different strategies, and look, it was a great race into the into turn, well, turn two, even though it's really the first corner, but turn two, Verstappen and Hamilton, and Verstappen came out on top, and ran away with it. And look, Hamilton, a great save, you know, from being a lap down, um, got able to unlap himself through the safety car, and then yeah, came back from ninth up up to get second. And it's great to see McLaren on the podium with Lando Norris in third. Uh, yeah, it was at the time we were discussing. Obviously, we were watching the watching the race, chatting to each other, and and you know we discussed the whole you know uh, Danny Rick letting Nando through, and we're like, geez, if he if they finish one spot ahead, like they've got to give it back surely. But he was just a, uh, Lando was just a lot quicker and and ended up running away with it, and yeah. So uh, it was unfortunate, but yeah, you know, for for Danny obviously, but good for Lando. So uh, yeah, yeah. Look, it's I think it's been well publicised. He's struggling a bit early doors. We're only two two races in, so yeah. But he's you know a fair way off off Lando at this point. But no doubt he's a confidence driver, and he he gains a lot. He's driving through his driving style. He gains a lot under braking. So once he gets that confidence in that braking zone look out and as he showed through Renault it did take him a while to gain that but once he did then he was just a class above 
um, yep. you know, Nico Hulkenberg and then uh, Ocon in, in the second season at Renault. Oh, yeah, look, I'm not saying he's going to dominate Lando that same way, but once he gets your confidence up, I'm sure he will, he'll match as a minimum, he'll match Lando yeah. and he'll be, Agreed. he'll be the one racing for the podium. So, but look, still finished sixth, um, solid performance and yeah, mo- moving on to Portugal uh, this, this weekend coming, which is great. And McLaren had a really good result there. Um, last year, so they, they yep. actually led the race at one stage. I think Carlos Sainz led the race at one stage. So, yeah, it's it's really exciting. So, looking forward to that track this weekend. No, agreed. It'll be uh, it'll be a good um, a, a good good race this weekend. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So yeah, hopefully hopefully Lewis will uh, get off to a, a you know a slightly better start and they can race you know, for the whole, for the whole time. So. Yeah. Look, so the championship Lewis is in front, in front by the one, um, one point. So, but that, yeah, those two have cleared away from Bottas and uh, Perez. So yeah, I mean, they, they look like the two that were going to be fighting for the championship this, this year, which we predicted. So now bring on real looking forward to, to Portugal so that we can yeah get another installment hopefully it's a lot like Bahrain and we can have a close race to the finish do you know what I'm looking forward to oh I've got an idea <laughs> thanks for the show notes uh and my message to you that I'm I'm a big fan of the sprint qualifying sprint qualifying so, yeah look yeah can't wait so three races this year yeah so three races this year what they're going to do is they're going to move the qualifying as we know it to the Friday and get rid of one of the practice sessions. And then they'll have a hundred K like mini race all on the softs on the Saturday. And the finish order of that race will determine the start order of the proper race on Sunday. And I've got to tell you, I like it. It's just a little bit more racing and less, you know, testing and practice times and stuff like that. And let's just get on with it and race. That's what we want to see, isn't it really? Yeah, it is. Look, I think, you know, there will be points for that sprint race. I understand just three, two, one for the top three teams Yep. as well, which I, I like. I, I like the idea of rewarding that whoever gets pole position. I like that idea. So that's effectively what they're racing for. So I do like that. I, um, I also like the fact that I've hated it for a while now how you've got to carry your tyres that you use in in the second qualifying session through um, so you know teams are sort of hedging their bets a bit um, you know oh, we'll have a go at have a go at getting through on the you know the medium tyres because that's better for strategy or oh, we can't no we've got to go to the softs now so they end up wrecking two sets of tyres and they sometimes they comprom- their race is compromised so it's just, I think, just just let them race. So I agree. I, I, I like it. And the fact that they're doing it three races, I think they're going to do it at Monza. They're going to do it at um, Silverstone. And the third race is not yet announced. But it's going to be a would, race, though, I, I would love for it to be Melbourne, but I've got a gut feeling it might be America. That's my gut feel. 
because I, I, I would have that as a guess as well. So yeah, no. because I see it as a track with more overtaking opportunities. So that's what, th- th- which is what they want. They don't want a, a track where it's a bit of a procession. You know, you want Monaco. Yeah, yeah, and Melbourne. While they've made some changes to the track there, there's not, you know, an abundance of overtaking opportunities there. So it'll be interesting to see how um, Albert Park looks. I know, mate. I'll get past you at all right on the on the Xbox. Just put it in through the dirt or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then I wave to you as you uh, put it into the wall. But um, yeah, well, <laughs> yes, yeah. So, 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 yeah, so that'll that'll be good. We're looking forward to that. We are. So bring it on. Looking forward to Imola this weekend and some sprint qualifying later in the year. Yep, that's all right. So, mate, we, one of our favourite segments is back. We're going to split the duties this week. So we're going to go uh, overrated and underrated. So I'm going to kick it off, mate, if that's okay. Yes, mate. So my overrated is today that the – I don't even want to call him a YouTube sensation because the bloke's a moron. Uh, Logan Paul is going to fight Floyd Money Mayweather in a boxing match that even my 16-year-old son knows is going to be rigged. So it is an absolute travesty to Mayweather's what's left of his reputation. And uh, I just don't think it should be going ahead, mate. I think I said to you, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do it. So, Yeah, Yeah, look, I don't know much about this guy either, but... You know, if if um, you know, if all the great boxers that he's fought against can't be, and I mean, what hope has this bloke got? It won't it won't be rigged, mate. But it it won't be rigged because, mate, this bloke doesn't matter what he does, he <laughs> he can't beat him. Like he's just got zero chance of beating him. Oh, EJ reckons that that they've paid Mayweather already to take a dive, mate. No, why would he no, do that's, that? that? I don't know. We'll we'll have to see come June, but yeah. It's ridiculous. So, because as I said to you today, if Mayweather actually gets hold of him, he, this bloke could end up being a, you know, like a, you know, in a, in a wheelchair or something, mate. Like, yes. Like, no, it's not great. If he actually gets hold of him. So. <laughs> no, and then, so you got to look at that and go, well, is that beneficial for boxing? Like the, the boxing authorities need to come out and go, no, no, no. This isn't going I agree. Ahead. I agree with you, mate. I agree with you. This isn't going ahead. This is ridiculous. No. But as we know, it's all about the coin. So yeah. I will not be purchasing it on pay-per-view. No. No. I've never purchased anything on pay-per-view. So and this won't be the the, the moment where I start. Um <laughs> so you you've chimed in with an overrated, mate, and you said we're sharing the duties. So yeah, I'll go with an underrated. And we just covered off on, I guess, Formula One and the Imola results. Underrated for me is Pierre Gasly, uh, who drives for AlphaTauri. Yep. Had a cracking race at Imola. Um, just Except for the first 15 laps. <laughs> first 15 laps through no fault of his own, where he got put on a strategy where he had the wet tyres on, the full wet, so everyone else is on the inches. Rain didn't come. And then it dried out, and they just left him out there. And he was a mobile chicane for about 15, 20 laps. He's ended up finishing seventh. He only finished uh, 
what, a second behind Dan Ricardo. So just, yeah, like ahead, he finished ahead of Perez and and um, both the Alpines and ahead of Lance Stroll in the Aston Martin. So Yeah, I agree. He, he, had a, he had a cracking drive in the second half of the race. But his yeah. driving throughout the last 12 months, 18 months, has been outstanding. You know, he won at Monza last year. And he's just really, I think, undervalued and underappreciated as a driver. You know, well, maybe he had that underrated. <laughs> totally. Totally. Like you look at so Ferrari went for Carlos Sainz over Pierre Gasly. Oh, I think I'm gonna take Pierre over Carlos. Um uh, uh, yep. Aston Martin, I know they went they went for the big name in Vettel. Well, we'll see how we go there. We'll see how we go there. And I did say to you earlier this year that, you know, if they got their stuff right, then potentially Vettel could win a race, but their car's not looking overly strong. But still, right now on form, Pierre over over Sebastian. Yeah. Uh, and Alpine, like, they've brought in Fernando Alonso from the retirement home. Um, hello, <laughs> you've got Pierre Gasly right here. Like, he is under underrated as a driver. I mean, Alfa Romeo, you've got Antonio Giovinazzi driving around. Like, oh. Yeah. It, um, it comes down to a bit of money as well, obviously. Oh, look, it does. Know, but, yeah, he's looking for – look, he's looking for a big team. He is looking for a big team. And, um, look, if I was Mercedes, um, you know, you've got – what's Lewis doing in the next couple of years? Bottas, his race is run. Um, you've got George. George didn't exactly cover himself in glory, in glory at Imola, but he's got no. runs on the board. Uh, you know, did a great job at um, Bahrain last year. I'd love to see Pierre Gasly in a in a big one of the big three teams because um, I think he's quality. Right, All right, mate. Uh, you want to you put on here that you want to talk about the Premier League? Uh, oh, I on the other hand, do not. Don't, you don't. You don't want to talk. Why don't you not want to talk about that? Well, just, you know, the whole draw thing with Newcastle just kind of uh, put a bit of dampener on me Saturday night, to be honest with you. I'd, yeah, right. I'd, it was on the early game, so I was like, here we go. I'd, you know, shuffled all the kids off, so I didn't have to worry about that. And I sat down and we scored very early. And I was, I'd, I'd had a, I'd have had a little a little bit of a look oh. at a 3 one win on the yeah. uh, first bet. And I thought, here we go. This is looking good. And then uh, it just sort of petered out a little bit, obviously. And then the first minute, first minute of stoppage time, they score and it gets waved off from VAR. And I've had a bit of an issue with VAR because it's cost us a couple of goals this year. And uh, so I was like, but I was singing its praises. <laughs> and then, and then about once it, once that goal got waved off, and then about two minutes later, I may have thrown some stuff around the lounge room as they actually scored again in stoppage time and made it a draw. And that's uh, making it very, very hard, mate, for us to finish top four. Look, it's still... You're four points off Chelsea. Um, what have we got left? Five games to go. So not out of yep. the realms. And Chelsea have a run. They have a tough run. So yeah, okay, they got they got Fulham. Yep. Okay, who are yeah. in relegation zone. But then after that, Chelsea have got Man City, Arsenal, who are tenth, but you know, that's not easy. 
Leicester, yep. who are third. So, and Aston Villa, who are 11th. So, they, they do have a, t- a tough run. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but you guys have, have, you've only got one team above you, and that's uh, Man U. So, Man U, yeah. But mate, nothing's been uh, nothing's been given to us this year. We should have put Newcastle away at home. And, no, well, you uh, put Newcastle, you put Newcastle away. You probably make make top four. Now it's toss a coin. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah. So five 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 days to go. So we'll see see what that brings us. Um, yep. But I, I'm really excited, mate, because you know it, I'm really happy that. Our podcast has actually lasted longer than the um than the soccer Premier League. Uh, sorry, the soccer Super League. Super League. The Super League, mate. So we've been gone for two weeks. There's been a Super League created and a Super League that's fallen Gonski. over. Bloody, is that the shortest? I could name some things that have lasted longer than that, um, but we won't go there. <laughs> we won't go there. But gee, how bad's that? Mm. Yeah, no, no, it was, uh, it wasn't great, and I, I yeah, what I did like was uh, eventually the 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 clubs of, you know, going, oh, right, hold on, the fans aren't happy about this, and uh, oh, well, I, I think it was just a, yeah. yeah, well, it was just a good reminder that you know they uh, they who pays the bills, mate. So, exactly right. Exactly right. So. Well, they don't really, but you know, obviously the sponsors obviously need people coming in through the gates to yeah. uh, to get it. So yeah, uh, so, yeah, I do. It, that that part I like that they actually, but they didn't really have a choice. But yeah, the fans spoke and the fans won. So I think that's great. All right, mate. Uh, so bet of the week two weeks ago, uh, I went no good, mate. I had uh, yeah, me neither. Had, yeah, Richmond one to thirty nine. Bump bump. They won by like hundred and twenty million. Uh Adelaide to win the AFLW, they lost. But uh the Ryan Pappenhausen scored a try, so we got one of three. So uh that's all right though. Well, so, I think I had about an eight leg multi and I reckon I got about two legs. So, so yeah, it wasn't great. All right. So this week I've kept it simple, mate. Mm. Kept it simple. You can get four dollars thirty-eight because you got to recover some of the money you lost last week. Right on that other one. So what we're doing? Just all head to heads. Carlton, Port, and the doggies paying four dollars thirty-eight, and that's that's a winner right there. Mm. Don't mind that. Yeah. Don't, don't mind that. Well, I've, there's a few season on the lines here. Um, as we as we've mentioned, so I'm going to four leg multi. R- Richmond aren't season on the line, but I I think they'll I think they'll get up over the doggies who've had some injury concerns. So Tigers into the Blues, into Port, into Collingwood season on the line. So four leg multi. Uh, what's that? Eleven dollars twenty four, thirteen dollars with my power play. So there you go. So that's not bad. Four leg multi, you can get thirteen bucks. Boom. So one of us is one of us is not winning this week then, because uh, you've I've got the doggies and you've got the tags. Oh, I'd say probably um, odds would say that both of us aren't winning this week. So <laughs> <laughs> if the Blues or Port Adelaide get rolled, then but anyway, it's probably uh, the most yeah, likely right. outcome. Let's be honest, that's the most likely outcome. 
<laughs> All right, gamble mate. responsibly. Oh. Gamble responsibly. Look, Very one other, responsibly. One other thing I wanted to talk about, mate, is uh, I know we're in the middle of, of the footy season, but Cricket Australia came out this week with their with their contracts. Um, Gave three of them out. Well, yeah. So I think they've they've due to COVID um, and I guess reduction in income, they have had to reduce the number, and they've axed five players. So, yep. which is fair enough. I think if you if you looked at those that they, you know, they let go, so to speak. Travis Head, really poor summer, really poor summer. Joe Burns, <laughs> Mitchell yep. Marsh, well, you know, come on. When you're getting outperformed by your by your brother, you know you're done. Uh, yep. Marcus Stoinis, yeah, still living on memories, and 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 um, Matty Wade, so. Fair enough, too. Fair uh, enough. So hang on, we just hang on. So we're just chucking Matty Wade out. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> no, no, that's all right. I'm, I'm, I'm on board for it. I'm just... You're on board, righto. <laughs> okay. Um. So, but there's one player that did not get offered a contract, and I'm. I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy about it at all. Sorry? Dirty, in fact. I am dirty. How Will Pukowski doesn't get a gig is absolutely beyond me. I'm just astounded that they have not offered him a contract, put their arm around him and said, yep, you've got an injury, but that's okay. We're backing you in. You've shown enough, you know, and we know he's got some mental health concerns. Put your arm around him. Like, he's shown he's good enough. He absolutely dominated in the in the in the matches he, he played in. But yep. they persist with you know they they persist with some other players so much. And if I think if you look at our contracts, there is such a slant to bowling, it is unbelievable. How many test batsmen in the current test squad do you reckon got a gig out of the seventeen? How many? Uh well I know there's three. I was looking at it just three. before. Three. Three specialist batsmen in they, the in contracts, mate. Unbelievable, mate. Now, how many bowlers? How many bowlers do you want to offer? So yeah, they've got no, Mitchell Stark. So and so if we look at our test lineup from the bowling perspective, they've got Pat Cummins. He's got a gig, obviously. Nathan yeah. Line, yep, tick. They've got Mitchell Stark, yep. And they went for Josh Hazelwood. So there's four. Then Cameron Green, well, he's sort of an all-rounder, someone they're trying to turn into a bowler. So there's five. Oh, well, we need a backup. So we'll go James Pattinson. There's six. Oh, we better put in Jai Richardson. Oh, actually, and there's another Richardson. We're not sure which is which. I'll put him there. There's Kane Richardson. There's seven. Yep. Right? There's seven. Oh, Adam Zampa. Yeah, we'll get Adam Back. Zampa because he wears an earring and a headband. So there's eight. Um, oh, Ashton Agar, we'll put him in as well. There's nine. So there's nine. Nine bowlers, but we've only got three. Three specialised batsmen from the test squad. It's an absolute joke, Cricket Australia. You need to take a hard look at yourselves and sort this out. So the thing that... So we were obviously talking about this a bit before, mate. And, you know, if, if they had to come out and said, you know, hey, look, COVID, you know, yada, yada, yada. We had to cut the squad back. Uh, you know, sponsorship, times are lean. Right, we get it. Everyone's, everyone's having to do that across all industries, 
well, most industries, right? And we get it. So, and and come out and said, look, Will's injured. You know, he's not going to play until the summer. Uh, but the intention is that if he's right to go in the summer, then, then we'll offer him a contract then, right? And if they had to come out and said that, then I would have been happy with it. But what I wasn't happy with was bloody that Trevor Hons has come out, Hones, Hons, fucking whoever you want to say his name, right? And said that Will Pukowski has to effectively start over again. Like, the guy has done everything you wanted, injured his shoulder, and then has been, you know, forced to miss a period of time. We get you've had to have cutbacks, but when he's right to go, we're going to get him in there. But he has fed him balls this up. Well, look, mate, they backed in Joe Burns to the hilt last summer. You remember? Oh, no, yep. we don't, we're don't. we backing him in. We're not going to drop him. We're not going to drop him. The guy was averaging in Sheffield Shield about 12 over the last 10 innings, and they backed him in. Give me a break. Yeah. How many chances have the other guys had? This bloke injures himself. They've dropped him quicker than a hot potato. It's it's absolute disgrace. I'm not a fan. Never been a fan of Trevor Holmes. Never been a fan. And I think that no. this is the problem with the selection um, committee and for Cricket Australia. It's an old boys club and they just look after each other. And it's, it's yeah. got to change. He came out and said, it's no secret there are positions available, whether it's in the middle order or at the top of the list. Well, Mate, of course there is, because you've only got three contracted players that, batter, that are batters. So. Unbelievable. i tell you what else. A few years ago, with under the old regime, there was a bowler that they was injured, young bowler that was injured, but they backed him in. They said, right, we know you're not going to play for two years, but we're going to keep you on a contract and we're going to bring you into the fold and we're going to look after you and we're going to grow you so that when your body is ready to play cricket, then your mind will be ready because you would have spent time and you would have developed in the squad and and we're going to grow you. That person was Pat Cummins and that person is now the best bowler in the world. Why wouldn't they do that with Will Pukowski? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Uh, it doesn't. does not make sense at all. So... Anyway, I think we've had a rant about that. Cricket Australia won't be getting coming on the show anytime soon, I don't think. So. No, no, probably not. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, look, mate, I reckon we just leave it there. We'll leave it there, I reckon, tonight. Before we, because we we're all worked up about Cricket Australia now. <laughs> yes, we are, mate. We're we've got are. ourselves in a lather. <laughs> oh, mate, I'm in muck lather, I tell you. Yep. <laughs> So, all right. Look, let's, uh, thanks everyone for joining us this week, and uh, we'll definitely be back next week. We'll see you all then. Catch you later, mate. See you, everyone.